Safer at home. 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 Safer at home. Welcome to Safer at Home with casting director Sandy Logan, my favorite. Crowd goes wild. They do. They always go wild. <laughs> okay, Sandy, a couple questions just to get things started. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I am in quarantine in my house. I'm safe, but, uh, you know, there underlying conditions, I, you know, health wise, so I stay away from people. And my mm-hmm. sisters who live in my neighborhood deliver me groceries, which is really nice. And, uh, Getting a lot of TV, a lot of a lot of books, a lot of TV, a lot of puzzles, like everybody else in the world. Yeah, you are not going out though to the grocery store. You're having your sisters do it, which I think is safe. Also, I feel comfortable going to the grocery store. So if you ever need something, let me know. I'm happy to drop it off as well. Oh, that's Just really so you know. sweet. I, they, like they take good care of me, and uh, you know, I actually have been pretty creative with food. So I let it, la- it last a pretty long time. I'm I'm eating very strange recipes, but they're kind of interesting and. Uh, <laughs> You know, some of my favorite brands are not available right now, like with most people. So you learn to try different things. Right. And, yeah. You know, that's that's what we're doing. So the last time you were on the podcast, your show, Nancy Drew, was literally just about to come out. And since then, a couple things have happened. One is Nancy Drew got renewed. Congrats. Yes, for season two. The second thing is there was a global pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> this happened during what is traditionally pilot season. Were you working on a pilot at the time? Yes, I was working on a pilot. I had I was working on Dynasty and Nancy Drew. Dynasty was season 3, Nancy Drew season 1. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had just finished season 2 of Mr. Iglesias in February, so that was done. And uh, I started a pilot at the end of January, and um, we were almost done casting. We had one role left that we were working on, and on Friday the 13th, we had sent our final choice to the network, and they said, we're shutting down, so please hold tight. So those two, mm-hmm. those two actors who were up for the role are still, still waiting to hear if they got They're it or not. Still up for the role, yeah. um, and we, you know, that Friday the 13th was a shutdown for all of it. So we had finished... We still had a few more episodes of Dynasty and a few more of Nancy Drew to go, so we had an early uh, exit for, for these seasons. But I think that they ended pretty well. I think the episodes we finished were good cliffhangers, so that worked out. And, you know, they're mm. both picked up for next season, so we'll get back to it when we get back to it. Have you ever been in a situation where you were working on a pilot that got halted before casting was completed? Or is this a first? Um, I personally have not, but when I worked at the network, there were a couple of pilots that got, they just couldn't get cast, couldn't get cast, and finally got shut down. Mm -hmm. And I worked on a pilot once where they were in the middle of shooting and it wasn't going well, and so it was shut down. Got it. Um, many years ago. But I've never, this is, this is obviously a first because a lot of decisions have to be made on, do we continue with it? Do we stop it all together? Do we just do a portion of it? I think everybody's trying to figure that out. Right. Do you think that this is going to be a new worry for people when we pick up if the leads you're trying to get are no longer available? Well, 
the way it, you know, by, by March 13th when it shut down, and basically everybody shut down that same day, um, most of the shows had their leads. There was one pilot completed their filming. There was one pilot that finished, uh, a, a multi-camera that had finished shooting. A couple of them were in the middle at a you know network run-through or the third day or fifth day or sixth day of filming. Some of them, like mine, were just waiting to go to the table read. And some of them were still doing some casting. But for the most part, every almost everyone had their leads. Mm-hmm. And a few that didn't have continued casting through the pandemic, through self-tapes. And uh, like a Fox one just got their two leads announced last week. So they did. It, they, they just kept going. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be, it'll be interesting. This is it a whole new way to, uh, to do business. Yeah, really. And, um, you know, I'm reading a lot in the trades about, you know, speculation about how people feel about how we're going to get back into production. But one thing that nobody seems to be talking about in the trades, cause they're, they're talking about once the people are in place is the casting process. I mean, typically, and I know this is all speculation for everybody. There's no one general rule right now. But typically you see, you know, maybe between 15 and 20 actors per role in person. And now we're going to have to figure out a way to not expose casting to so many people. So Well, and not, a, and not expose people to people. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, my casting office is in the same room same building as the editors and the producers so every actor that enters the building uh for some reason every time an actor arrives at casting they ask where the bathroom is <laughs> like, so every single person has to go to the bathroom first and then where's the water it's like those are the two questions and so if we're now having uh you know for lack of a better word strangers entering the building uh, at pilot season i would see 40 to 50 actors a day mm. right mm-hmm. and so if if even half of those people are using our two restrooms that the editors and producers and writers and casting are also using. Are we sanitizing them after each person? Is everybody required to wear gloves? Is, you know, right. what, like yeah. that's, you know, they open the front door of the building. They open, when we were casting that last week, I just left our door open. And the only door that was open and closed is inside the room was the reading room. And we would either open or close that door for the actors, so they didn't touch anything. We yeah. didn't have chair in there, so they couldn't touch any furniture. There was just they just stood there and did their audition, uh, but they were still less than six feet away. We, right. You know, it's, it's not a big room, so yeah, I think everyone's going to have to be really, really creative. I think there's going to be a whole lot more self tapes, and actors are going to really have to master that technique because mm-hmm. um, some people are really not very good at it. And I would say about self tapes. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. No, great. For a second, I want to hear what you have to say. For, you know, since this is going to be kind of a, a little bit more of a norm for actors, people always ask about self tapes, and I would just say the the four most important things on a self tape. One is it should be good quality, but that doesn't mean you need to get a really really great camera. You can do it with your iPhone, mm-hmm. but there needs to be adequate lighting. Um, a background that's just bare, like a, a blue wall or a white wall or a green wall, whatever it is. Green, probably not the best, but something that's just basic behind you. So you're not doing it in front of a bookshelf or something. Um, you could do it with your iPhone. You should have a good reader because if the reader's really bad, it does detract our attention. Yeah. And you should make that the make sure that the reader is not louder than you are. And that's challenging because the reader is closer to the camera than you are. 
So you have to make sure that person really speaks in a very low, soft voice so that it's not overpowering to the audition. And if you do those four things, you don't have to go to a studio and pay a bunch of money for rental of a space. And a lot of those spaces may not even be open anyways. You just have to make sure it's enough quality that we can see it clearly and hear it clearly. Well, I think those are amazing tips because I think you're right. A lot is going to go to self-tape right now. But alternatively, how do you feel about the potential to have Zoom auditions? So somebody from casting is still doing the reading and you have the ability to give us notes as we're going. And then you I, only I, bring ho- in- I hope I hope that doesn't happen. Really? Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen um, for two reasons. One, it's it's uncomfortable. You can't see pretty really well on Zoom. It it freezes all the time. At least every Zoom conversation I've had, you know, I've been teaching some of the universities, and they, they all freeze. Mine freezes. Theirs freezes. You know, no matter how good and wonderful your your internet is. So it's uncomfortable. And what do you do in the middle of the thing when it's freezing? And all of a sudden they couldn't hear you. And it's, it's a very frustrating way to communicate. God, you know, I never um, thought about so this. So I, I prefer a Skype or a FaceTime, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. Um, but I also think um, I would rather that they do their self-tape so that they can take their time with it, not feel like, this is uncomfortable. I hope I'm not freezing. They're not focused on other things other than the work. Mm-hmm. And then if it's good, but I, but it needs feedback, then I can say, Hey, can you retape? But here are some notes and we can do that on FaceTime or zoom or Skype and have conversations. But I think watching the auditions on zoom and then, you know, figuring out how to tape those and record those. And it's yeah. just a whole other complexity that I don't think actors or casting directors should be focusing on while watching and doing the work. Got it. That's that's very smart. I mean, this is why I want to talk to you because my brain is going in different directions and you are giving me notes on those directions and saying, hey, turn around. <laughs> you're going the wrong yeah, way. I think, I think, Seth, if you were doing a Zoom with me while you're doing your audition, your brain is also like, oh, did I move out of focus? Did I move out of the camera range? Oh, oh wait, yeah. I moved. Oh, no. Oh, did it, I think it froze because I can't see her now. It's freezing. And you don't need to be focused on that while you're while you're auditioning. You yeah. know what I mean. You should be able to just film it, look at look back at it if you want, make sure you got what you needed, and then send it. It's actually a gift to you that you can pick which take you want to send me. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well done. Now that you know your work is on hold for the time being, what is your daily routine to get you through the day into the next? day. I mean, you're one of the most positive people I have ever met. So (laughs) I'm certain that there's something in there that you are really enjoying. Um, You know, I don't have a a routine. I think I don't know of anybody who's going to have a routine in this world. Um, I have been taking a lot of online classes through universities, which has been really fun. So I took a class through Yale called the Science of Well-Being, which is a course about happiness, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, which was actually pretty amazing and it was it's the most popular course that they offer at Yale and for good reason it's a really really warm wonderful class that really teaches you that some of the things that you're focusing on you think are going to make you happy really aren't going to make you happy and the things that will make you happier you're not focused on and how do you create more happiness in your life by using gratitude and savoring the good things and using meditation and uh, anyways, really good class. Awesome. 
Yeah, it's a really, really good class. And then I'm in the middle of a class at Princeton right now on um, modern psychology and Buddhism, which I think is really fascinating. Mm. And I'm doing another class with um, Stanford about the stock market. So, yeah, it's it's just a great opportunity to learn. And I've always been a bit of a scholar. And so I can take classes at my leisure. And if I want to stop it in the middle and, you know, go make a sandwich, and then I can come back to class. <laughs> it's such a gift. And, uh, you know, for a while I was jogging outside, and it just got, because it was my only way of getting out, but it, it just got too hot to wear a mask. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was wearing a mask, and then it was just too, it was too hot and too confining. I couldn't breathe very well, and then I was walking with the mask, and now it's 90 degrees, so that mm-hmm. stopped. And so now it's just inside trying to figure out other ways to exercise, and um, when you're taking advantage of those classes, is this something you would do typically in a hiatus or is this something brand new because you really do have some time on your hands before we get back into the swing of things and you're taking advantage of it now? A, a little bit of both. I mean, my hiatus most of the time is really spent catching up with friends that I haven't, because pilot season you work 85, 90 hours a week. I mean, I don't I don't see my family. I work Monday through Saturday in the office, and then Sunday I'm doing groceries and laundry and catching up on emails and watching tapes. And you, you really, I'm there in the office at seven in the morning, and I leave at ten at night. So, um, you know, there's not a whole lot of time for humans. And so I'm usually catching up, and I'm traveling. I usually go to New York, you know, to see some theater, and I take road trips. And you know, you 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 do things and we don't right. now uh, you know I, I see the mailman i'm like hello hello <laughs> hi that's so funny <laughs> so we've become good friends like he's really nice and you know we talk yeah. through the window every day but uh there's there's not it's just a different way to live your life i suppose and you know we have to make the most of it and know that we're we this this community of actors and casting directors and producers and directors have to know that we're so lucky because our industry will come back. Mm-hmm. Our industry will be here. I don't know about some of the restaurants in my neighborhood. Yeah. I don't know about some of the little shops that I buy greeting cards at will still be there. But I do know that television will survive and entertainment will survive. And theater may take a little longer to come back, but it will be there. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And that's hopeful for all of us. And as scary as it is, not not having a job or not having an audition or all of those questions that we all have for each other, we just have to know that um, we're so lucky to be in a business that that survives and will flourish when this is all over. Well, well, well said. And I do want to take this opportunity to, to thank everybody who's out as an essential worker. I mean, how tremendous that we still have the opportunity to get mail and to go to the store when we yeah. need stuff, I mean, they're it, it's it's brave. They're working hard. I'm sure a lot of them would also like to not be putting themselves at risk. It's just, they're amazing. Yeah, they're amazing, and the nurses and the doctors. Oh yeah. I mean, I have some medical people in my family, and every time they walk into that that hospital, you know, my my cousin is a doctor, and and you know sits in the car saying, okay, deep breath, here we go, just take a deep wow. breath, you're going to be okay, you know, it's convincing yourself to walk into it, it's it's like the, it's like the firemen at 9-11, and it's like the soldiers at war, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's a dangerous place to go, and yet, you have a responsibility, and you take that responsibility 
uh, gratefully, and you go into those dangerous places. So, yeah, all of them. I don't think we'll ever take them for granted again. Ever. So, right. Ever. Now, you have always been a big television watcher. You love watching actors. You love, you know, seeing people and discovering new people. Have there been any shows that you've discovered since we've been safer at home that you've been binging or that you're talking about with people? Anything we should know? Well, it's really funny. You know, I don't I don't watch a whole lot of reality shows because mm-hmm. I watch so much television and get to know actors, la, 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 la. Uh, I mean, I like Shark Tank. I like The Voice. Yeah. I like The yeah. Bachelor. And my favorite show on TV is Cops, right? But... <laughs> um, <laughs> but but I watch a lot of scripted television, and so it's um, it's been interesting to watch a lot of reality shows. And so I got a, I wanted to try out Quibi, which is the new Quick Bites, and I found that it's I hope Quibi people aren't listening, but I found it's more interesting to watch the reality shows on Quibi than to watch the scripted ones. Mm, because when I watch a scripted show, I'd rather watch that whole episode and yeah. Quibi doesn't really allow it allows you know seven to eight minutes of an episode and then the next day you see the next eight minutes and et cetera et cetera and that to me is hard challenging yeah um but i found a a couple of really really good reality shows on quibi that have warmed my heart and made me happy so that was (laughs) can i ask you this have you watched 90 day fiance that is awesome I did watch 90 Day Fiance. I liked it. I really preferred oh. Love is Blind. Oh, on Netflix. Yeah, that show was uh, that, that was awesome. Yeah, that was a, that <laughs> that was, was a ride. That was, a, that, was a, that was quite a ride. And uh, yeah, so... so <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, I don't watch a whole lot of, of... You know, I don't watch any Real Housewives or anything like that. But I, I have found a few... That, you know, Thanks a Million on Quibi warmed my heart about you know, giving giving back to people that um, that make a difference in your life. And so they have famous people like Jennifer Lopez and um, my boy Gabriel Iglesias and, um, and Aaron Rodgers, and they give $100,000 to someone who inspired them. And the, the click is, you're only going to be able to keep 50000 You have to give the other fifty to someone who inspired you. And then that person takes fifty and can only keep twenty five and gives the next twenty five to someone that inspired them. Okay, that sounds so pretty awesome. Yeah, so it's paying it forward. Every episode is seven to eight minutes, and you can watch it, you know, while you're waiting for the, I would say elevator, but we don't really do that. Waiting for the the mailman to get there. (laughs) And uh, and so I like shows like that. There's another one called I Promise about LeBron James, uh, who established a public school in Akron, Ohio, for at-risk and um, learning um, challenged kids. And every episode is just focusing on those kids and those teachers and what they're doing in that community to get these kids to stay in school. And that's really inspiring. So that those kind of things I really, uh, really am drawn to. All right, good. I'm going to have to try out Quibi. I've just never downloaded it. Yeah, it's it's a little frustrating. You can only watch it on your phone. I think that they're going to have to change that at some point. But yeah. um, but it's, yeah. And I, I tried two of the scripted shows, and I just got too frustrated, and I, yeah. I bailed. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Now, yeah. you are also the podcast queen. You always give me the best recommendations for podcasts. For me, I have always listened to podcasts on my commute in my car. So that's not happening. So I'm like laying in bed listening to podcasts. Has your podcast schedule changed? Yeah, because I'm not driving to work and driving home. Mm-hmm. And so it's 
easier to just turn on the TV than uh, than a podcast. You know, there is that class I was telling you at Yale, that happiness class. They have a podcast that goes along with it um, called the Happiness Lab. So if you don't want to take the Yale class, you can listen to that podcast, and it basically teaches all the same things I learned in the course and really, really informative, the Happiness Lab. I'd highly, highly recommend it. Lori Santos, who does it, is uh, lovely. She's just wonderful. Um, and then the other one, I don't know if you and I have talked about this, but I've listened to it a lot. Um, it's called The Imagined Life. Do you know that podcast? Yes. Yeah. You turned me on to it. Yeah. So they have a lot of new episodes, and they've been really fun to to listen to and, and just escape from uh, some of the crime podcasts that I yeah. Um, let me think. I was also thinking about you a couple weeks ago just because I say this a lot. You're just such a ray of sunshine. And I know that there are going to be plenty of actors who are going to be happy to listen to, to this, hearing your advice, how, how to prepare, and just to, you know, like you're saying, take the time, be safe. Like, we're not missing out on anything right now. Yeah, you're really you're really not. It's always slow, anyways. In April, May, and June, you know, there's a couple of films and things like that. But this is kind of a gift that's been given to us by mm-hmm. whoever's been, you know, yeah. if you believe in a higher power or right. a god or whatever. But I think it's allowing our Earth to heal. The ozone has closed back up. One thousand percent. Right, and the penguins are starting to walk the streets in South Africa. Yeah. And the kangaroos are starting to bounce around in the middle of the streets in, in Australia. Yeah. And the, you know, spotted leopard that's been extinct was just discovered, was just seen yesterday in Taiwan. Wow. So I think Thailand, could have been Thailand. Taiwan, Thailand. I can't remember now. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I think that's happening. And I also think we're having more interesting conversations with our friends, not talking about what happened at work yesterday, right. but talking about some feelings that we have or... This morning I was looking out the window and I saw a squirrel steal one of my lemons and I watched him eat it for about 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I think we're, we're allowing ourselves to be human again without being focused on the day-to-day. You said, what's my day-to-day ritual? I've thrown it out. I don't have a ritual. Sometimes I eat breakfast at 7 and sometimes I eat breakfast at 9. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, there's no – you don't have to look at your watch at all. I'm yeah. not wearing a watch at all. And the only thing I'm looking at on my iPhone as far as time is the date. I can't remember if it's Wednesday or Thursday <laughs> yeah, or if it's, it's April hard. or May. I can't, right. I can't. I'm not keeping score. And, you know, we probably won't go back till probably August. Mm-hmm. So I'm sort of preparing for, okay, so it's the end of April. We still have May and June to get through. So what else is going to be interesting tomorrow? And who can I reach out to? And it's really been amazing having real conversations with friends i haven't had the time or ability to talk to in a long time we we email every once in a while or we text every once in a while but to be on a phone call for i was with on a on a facetime for 40 minutes with someone this morning and that was just amazing and not worried about i I gotta go i gotta go i gotta go get into the car i've got to go pick up my whatever right it's just time it's a gift and i think as actors, you're given an even better gift to just examine life, to just, you know, look at yourself and then look outside at the world and, and watch. Every, I mean, the news is fascinating. The 
television is fascinating. I'm I'm always watching TV, and every time I see someone hug, I'm like, ooh, six feet, six feet, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of weighing into my television viewing right now, which is freaking me out. But uh, you know, we have the opportunity to pick up a book and read a book. Right? How amazing is that? I think so, everything that you said is one thousand percent what I believe, especially when I'm looking at the the earth healing itself and the pollution going away in the air. Now, along with that, you know, yes, there is a ton of tragedy that has come along with this pandemic. We're not taking away from that. But there are also these amazing things when we've been talking about how are we going to fix the planet and the climate for years. And now all of a sudden it's doing it because we've left it alone. And this is going to be controversial. But my friends and I were talking like once we're over the pandemic, it would be brilliant if we could take three weeks a year to do work from home and self-isolation and all the things that we've screwed up on the planet have a chance to heal for a while. Like, um, I, 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 don't, I don't think that makes as much sense because I do think as, as wonderful as it's been for many of us, I think there, I have some friends that are truly, truly suffering, and their businesses are suffering, and even a week closed is just a bad thing. And anybody who's hmm. planned a big trip to Disneyland, and this is the you know one of the three weeks where everything shut down, would not be good. And when do you do that? And then that means the yeah. kids stay home from school, which means the parents then have to go back to, to teaching or Zoom. And it, it, I don't know, ultimately, that we'd even choose to do this if it were a choice. I think there's too many people that rely on human interaction to survive. Um, and I think the, the toll, I mean, I'm, when I say this is a gift, the toll is un, unfathomable. I mean, the, yeah. the deaths are unbelievable and the illness. And I have quite a few friends who have uh, contracted COVID and thankfully are all better. I didn't lose any of them. But I know of others who have, and my friends in New York are just living a hell, you know. And so, look, it's a gift in some ways to our to our souls, but it's because we're healthy. And those people that are true. suffering from losses of their own or their friends or they're suffering themselves uh, is is unbelievable and sad. And I, you know, I watch the news. I see cars lined up just to get a gallon of milk and a thing of bread and I, my heart is just aches so i i hope we all get back to um reality i don't think it'll be back to normal i think our normal will be changed for a long time until we have a vaccine and yeah. that goes for casting that goes for shooting a television show that goes for yeah. auditions that goes for um you know, acting classes, that goes for theater, that all the things that actors do will change the way you, uh, you know, show up for an audition, how the audition is held, what you do when you arrive on a set as a guest star, uh, what they expect of you as a series regular, like, where your locations are and how those locations are set up and what kind of, you know, trailers are you put into and how are you transferred when they say, okay, now we're heading out to go on location. Are there three people per van? Are there eight people per van? Do you take your own car and they have to figure out parking for everybody in the new location? Like all those things are not, I, I don't have answers for. I'm sure the networks don't have, the studios don't have answers for yet, but you know, it will, it will change. And just like, you know, I was teaching a class 
uh, last week to some college seniors who are graduating and not being able to showcase their their work. And uh, and I said, you guys don't remember because they're all you know 2021. But when 9/11 happened and we finally were able to start flying again, and they told us we had to take our shoes off, everybody was pissed. Mm-hmm. They didn't understand it, and it didn't make sense. Why do I have to take? I'm wearing flip flops. I don't have to take my flip flops off. <laughs> and now. And I said to everybody on the Zoom, "Do you? What do you guys think when you take your shoes off?" I said, "Well, of course you take your shoes off. Right. <laughs> of right. course you do. You don't give it a second thought." I see what you're saying. Uh, so I think a lot of those things will sort of become second nature and become the norm. Um, but for the first six months, it's going to feel a little weird. I agree. I want to say one more thing that I I don't think you're going to agree with. But it's 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 pretty it's pretty raw and honest from me, and even the, even though it's a little embarrassing, but the piece that I'm getting from this safer at home right now is it's the first time in my entire acting career that I don't feel like I'm missing out. You know when, and I think probably a lot of actors will know what I'm talking about when we're out there and we're we're we move to a big city to pursue our career but we are unable to get the auditions that our friends are getting or other people we hear of are getting it there's a certain amount of push to do better and push to to figure out how we're going to get seen and it's just a constant stress to make sure we're able to compete but now i feel like we're able to take a deep breath continue learning realizing there's no there, there's no reason to stress about what we're missing because we're just not missing anything right now we're all on a level playing field. I would look at it differently. Okay, let's go. I, I would not look at the racehorses to your left and to your right because it only takes one right role to make you the star of a show or a movie or a series regular or a recurring guest star or a two-line co-star, right? And so, right. yeah, your friend might have gotten 12 auditions last week, but did they book any? Or is that just... 12 hours of them driving there, parking there, doing their work, which is really great, but you got to stay home and do your acting class or read a play. So everybody's still doing their craft in different ways. Some of them are getting a chance in the room, right, an opportunity in the room, which is always great, but it doesn't mean that they're better actors or they have more on you. Correct. They're just spending their, their acting days differently than you are. And at the end of the day, it just takes that. If you only have one audition and you get it, I don't know. Sometimes that's more valuable than having 14 of them and not getting it and getting more and more frustrated. So if you're getting less auditions but you're going in and you're, the same casting directors are bringing you in, right. Good point. it means you're doing a great job. The feedback is, congratulations, You've been cast. We gave you that part. We love you. You right. you could do that part. So come on in to our room and and put it on tape and let's show the producers. So every time you go in is a win. But comparing yourself to this guy who had fourteen auditions and I only had one, uh, it, it's never going to yeah. serve you. And it doesn't necessarily mean they're better actors or they're any richer than you are. Okay, I will try to adjust my attitude. <laughs> but we'll see <laughs> how that goes. It's easy to easy to compare you know i'm sure every director every casting director gosh how come she got that pilot i really wanted it i you know i've certainly not gotten pilots i've taken meetings for or i see some casting director who gets the most prestigious show is like gosh how did they get that and but you know what i got the perfect show for me Mm -hmm. dynasty is 
totally my kind of show. I love the dialogue. I love the humor. I love the people. Nancy Drew is so fascinating. I love that cast so much. Mr. Iglesias is so fun to do. Yeah, I'm not I'm not doing HBO. I'm not doing the show that's being nominated for an Emmy with, you know, Stranger Things, mm-hmm. but I'm super happy at work and I get to cast some great actors. So, you know yeah, what? I don't true. need an Emmy to make me happy. I need happiness to make me happy. I want to be around people who love what they do. So, you know, you always get what you're supposed to get. Life always seems to work out the way it's supposed to. So don't don't count the number. Just be grateful for the ones that come in. Yeah, dude, I love you. I mean, that's 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 amazing. And even though you know, I didn't realize that was bitter until it came out of my mouth. <laughs> all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm able to see what you're saying, and I'm like, yeah, you know what? My the roles that I have gotten, and even the roles that I haven't gotten, but had the opportunity to go in the room for, for the most part, I've done what I've loved, and they were the right rooms for me to be in. So. Yeah. Yeah. It always it and it'll always work out. Like the timing is, you, you look at, you could pick any any movie in the gamut of you know a, a, any movie, and the right person got the part, and certainly other people either turned it down or didn't want to do it or wasn't available, and you think, gosh, I wonder what that movie would have been like with so and so, or that TV show would have been like with so and so, but. It was what it was, and that was the movie that was created. That was the TV show that was created. I've worked on many pilots where I, the, somebody got the role, and I thought, gosh, that other person would have been so much better. And then that other person ends up getting a, a more interesting role for themselves, and the role we cast ended up being perfect. So, you know, overthinking it, and like I said, put, put your racehorse blinders on. Don't worry about what horse number seven is doing and horse yeah. number two. You just run your race. Thanks, kid. Um, do you think, I mean, I've learned so much from talking to you today. Do you think that maybe in the fall after you guys come back and your, your workload slows down a bit, maybe we could chat again on the podcast and talk about, okay, these are some of the things that we've learned are going to be different for the next couple years or couple months. And actors, this is what my experience has been. Talk, you know that I'm. I'm always available. I love to, you know, however I can help and sort of shed light on some of this stuff. I think the bummer about our business, especially casting, <laughs> is that it's all mysterious. You never know what happens behind the door after you walk out, you yeah, know? Yeah. and you never know what they're talking about before you walk in, and you never know what they thought about the actor who left right before you that you look at and go, "Oh, that's a better choice," you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's all a mystery. So. Anytime we can pull the curtain back and see the wizard in action, I think is uh, takes away some of the fear and some of the wonder and some of the self-doubt that's created in our business. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see. When everything comes back up, I, my guess is it'll come up fast. Yeah. I, I think once, once everybody says, let's get back to work, we figured out how to do this, I think it'll all come up fast. And, um, and then, you know, we'll play it by ear and see i'm sure they're going to do a lot of very 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 safe measures that may be overdoing it which is better than underdoing it Mm -hmm. and we'll see how that goes and eventually we'll find our take your shoes off at the screening place uh, where everybody starts to feel comfortable with it yeah i love it all right sandy logan i thank you for hanging out with me and my audience today um, I hope people will get a chance to listen to this at some point. 
and um, I appreciate you. And keep staying safer at home. And, you know, thank you for giving a, a place for actors to come and listen about their craft. And I've listened to a lot of your uh, episodes and, and different casting directors and what they have to say. And everybody obviously has different ways of, of doing their business. Right. But, you know, just like actors have different ways. So thank you for, for giving this, this gift to them. Appreciate it. 